0: In Matthew chapter seven, I wanna take my time in uh, going through a few of these verses with you. And uh, so Matthew chapter seven, we're gonna take a look at verse, uh, beginning at verse number 24. So get ready because we're gonna go on a mission, on a journey together tonight. Matthew chapter 24, or chapter seven, beginning at verse number 24. This little context, this is the end of the longest sermon that Jesus ever gave. The longest message he ever preached is called the Sermon on the Mount, and it takes up 3 chapters in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 6, and Matthew chapter 7. And how many of y'all know that the opening and the closing are two of the most important things when you give a speech, when you're giving a message and communicating some truth. You got to grab people's attention, and Jesus did with the thing called the Beatitudes, kind of confused everybody at the beginning of Matthew chapter 5. And then this is the close. This is the drive at home. This is the close of the, most, of the longest message that Jesus ever gave. Here we go, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house, uh, Build his life is another way of translating this. Build his house, his life on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, And it fell with a great crash. Rock, stability. Sand, instability. Rains came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew. Jesus tells us in the Gospel of John, he says, In this world, you will have trouble. The rain's going to come down. The streams are going to rise, and the winds are going to blow. It's it's going to happen. Uh, the rain. I, mean, I love the rain. When we, we need rain in the valley, don't we? But I love the rain. It, it's pleasant to hear the pitter patter of it on your roof or on the sidewalk as you're sitting on your porch looking out or in a tent just the rain it's it, it, it's amazing how relaxing it can be until it becomes torrential until it, it those raindrops are pelting you at hundreds of miles per hour stinging you and it never stops it's relentless streams fun to sit by just the bubbling brook the stream that's flowing you hear the flow of the water on a sunday afternoon watching it ripple until the water becomes a flash flood and when it becomes a flash flood that that flood status it will destroy everything within its path the wind feels nice on your skin as you as you be, as you uh, as you're sitting outside on a hot day and you get a cool breeze and it's a wonderful thing, until that wind begins to churn and to spin in tornadic speeds, affecting everything and everyone around. I was raised, born and raised in the Midwest. We raised our girls for some of their some of their time in the Midwest. It's not uncommon to experience tornadoes and every city, every town, every township has giant, giant sirens. And you hear the (laughs) siren going off and you know, oh, it's a tornado watch, quite possibly a tornado warning. You better be paying attention. Probably should find some shelter. Make sure that you're available with a, a, a plan and you need to get down to the basement. If you have a basement if you don't you need to get in the cellar but you need to be prepared for this because the winds are blowing and when they blow they're going to blow really 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 powerfully after jesus completed this message gave this closing illustration like mic drop by the way rock stability sand instability jesus never said y'all aren't hearing this He said everyone who hears these words of mine see that the the assumption is the 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 precursor is the understanding is you hear it you know they know you know we know we hear the words of jesus and when we put him into practice stable when we hear the words of Jesus and choose to do our own thing, choose us over him, unstable, instable. We're not stable any longer. After this sermon, Jesus goes about life. And what I love is this week as I was reading the next chapter, chapter number eight, I noticed a pattern and I want to share for the last few moments with you the pattern that I discovered, and I'd like you to stay, stay with me as we talk about these, these three things. The, 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 the rain, yeah, the, the streams, and, and the wind. Let's, let's just take a look at these three things as we read in the Gospel of Matthew chapter eight. Verse number two, a man with leprosy came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, if you're willing, you, you, can, you can make me clean. A man with leprosy, with a painful skin disease that caused him to be ostracized, and was a lot of pain, caused him, others would avoid him, they would cross the street on the other side, left him felt lonely and isolated, full of chronic, ongoing pain as his skin was being eaten away daily. And he comes before Jesus, after Jesus preaches this message, come down off the mountain and says, says, would you help me? See, for this guy, the rain had come down, the streams had risen, and the wind was blowing really hard. And he had a real felt need in his life. Matthew chapter 8 goes on to say in verse, verse number 6, it just keeps on going, Lord, this is when Jesus had bumped into a guy who happened to be a centurion, said, Lord, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Maybe you understand this a little bit. Maybe you are suffering. Maybe you have a child that is suffering or a friend that is paralyzed and 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 suffering because the rain has come down, the streams are rising and the wind is blowing really, really hard in your life or in their life. Jesus has been infiltrated with all these needs after he just spoke about the same topic. Verse number 14, chapter eight. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever maybe your mom maybe your dad isn't well um mine isn't uh i I've, I've shared with some of you but my father is uh been diagnosed with stage four terminal cancer uh, all through his bones and maybe you're suffering and by watching someone suffer Maybe the rains have come down and the streams have risen and the winds have, have blown. Maybe it's somebody else in your life that you love. This was Peter's mother-in-law, and we kind of tongue-in-cheek, yuck, yuck, yuck about the whole in-law thing, but he loved this woman. And Jesus had been many times in Peter's house and his mother-in-law presumably was living there with them. Hmm, let's go on. Verse, uh, verse number 20, we haven't even left the chapter yet. Verse number 23. Um, Jesus got into the boat and his disciples followed him. And without warning, a furious storm came upon the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But of course, Jesus was, was sleeping now in this story, which it's all back to back to back to back, it's all happening so fast. It's like a live illustration. Jesus is like, in this world, you're going to have trouble. Hey, in this world, the rain's going to come down. The, the streams are going to rise. The winds are going to blow. And, and, and just in case you didn't hear me and you didn't really process that, I'm going to go on a journey and it's going to be recorded in the B-I-B-L-E. And you're going to be able to read about this for centuries to come. And you'll be able to see, hey, I wouldn't kid around. Seriously, this is what's gonna happen. Life is gonna suck at times. Life is gonna be so difficult. It's gonna be so hard. It's gonna feel so overwhelming. It's gonna feel like I can't take another step. I can't breathe another breath. And that's okay. Because you can't do it alone. You can't do it without God. And so they get into the boat and they're panicking and they're freaking out because Because they're gonna drown. You ever felt that way? I'm gonna die. I know, I'm gonna die. You don't understand, I'm gonna die. It feels like I'm gonna, I'm torn up on the inside. Maybe you were betrayed. Maybe you were abandoned. Maybe you were abused. I'm gonna die. Feel like there's no hope. And that's where these disciples were at because the rain was literally was coming down. The, the, but literally, the waves are coming over. The streams are rising. And the wind is literally blowing right now. And they're in dire, in dire straits. And then jump on down just a little bit more. Matthew chapter 8, we're continuing. Verse number 28 this time. When they, they got to the other side, when he arrived on the other side, of the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent that no one could pass. No one could pass that way. Now you can you can see this through so many different lenses. Maybe you are that, and you feel like you're just out of control, and you're violent, and you're. But 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 most likely you can probably identify with it a little bit. That maybe you, a loved one just is just out of their mind, and I'm not trying to in any way like like dog somebody or make fun of somebody, but they literally just are out of their mind. Maybe maybe it's someone that you encounter. Just the demonic field and realm is real, and there's this encounter that we have. And I'm telling you. The rain is coming down, the streams are rising, the winds are are blowing really, really hard in your life. Chapter nine, just look at verse number two. Some men brought to Jesus a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, this story, if you don't remember, happens to be the story about the four guys. His four friends carry him on the mat and they can't get him into Jesus because the house is so full. So, this is presumably Peter's house again, right? And so they climb up on the roof and they cut a hole in the roof and they lower the guy down. And Jesus is like, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. And I'm sure one of the Jethro on the roof is going, No, you didn't understand, Jesus. He can't walk, He, he needs to be healed. And Jesus says, son, your sins, your sins are forgiven. The rains for this guy have come down, he's paralyzed. Maybe you're paralyzed. Maybe you're gripped with fear, with anxiety, with depression. You just, you're, you're paralyzed, you're stuck. You're like an upside down turtle. Your legs are going, but you're not getting anywhere. The, the streams have risen and the, the winds have blown. And this is hard and it's really, really difficult So many people are paralyzed by fear or addiction. Maybe you're paralyzed by the addiction that you're in. Maybe your addiction is to shopping and you don't have any more money but you keep spending money that you don't have. Maybe your addiction is to some alcohol or or substance. Maybe it's to porn. Maybe you're struggling with what you're looking at and you're letting things into the eye gate and you think nobody knows. God knows, be sure, he says, Your sins are going to find you out. And so God has communicated to you, because I love you, you got to know that there's nothing done in secret in this world. Maybe maybe you're paralyzed by childhood trauma, something that happened to you when you were a kid at the hands of somebody you should have trusted. Maybe you have a wounded spirit, and, 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 and you're struggling with paralysis inside because your spirit, maybe it's grief. Grief has overcome you. And it might be last week. It might The loss might have taken place last month, it might be last year, it might be 20 years ago, but you're still paralyzed by the grief that you're experiencing. Chapter 9, verse, are you all with me tonight? Say yes. Modesto, are you guys with me tonight? Say yes. Online, you're with me. Right on. Here we go. Chapter 9, verse number 18. While he was saying this, a ruler came and knelt before him, my daughter has just Died. My daughter has. Can you just put yourself in the story for a minute? My daughter has just died, but come and put your hands on her and and she will let talk about the rain has come down and the streams have risen and the wind has blown. My daughter who was is no longer. This is a desperate situation there's a few of you in here that can understand this unimaginable loss and tremendous grief verse number 20. just then a woman who'd been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the the hem of his garment the edge of his cloak Now you know the rest of the story. I'm not reading you the rest of the story. I'm reading you the rain and the streams and the wind because this is very real. This is what we can identify with. This is where we live in this world. You will have all kinds of trouble, Jesus said. That is not an indictment. It's just a reality that we live in a fallen. Why do bad things happen to good people? So many reasons. But probably the primary reason is simply this, to remind us that we are not home yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so in, in chapter nine, verse number 20, once again, this woman had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. You just got to imagine, if you will, for this, the, um, the, the, the pain that she's experiencing. The, um, the uh, uh, blood loss that she's experienced over all of those years has probably left her, left her very, very lethargic, left her feeling very, very weak. It's also by loss, she's ceremonially unclean at that point, so she's been put in a position that she's not able to have any sort of communication with other people by touch. She's isolated, she is alone, and she's feeling weak. And she's full of fear and she's isolated the pain is incredible this is the rain and the streams and the wind y'all with me say yes praise the lord how about verse one more just one more verse number 27 chapter 9 as jesus went up from there two blind men followed him calling out have mercy on us son of david how many all know that those two blind men weren't following him without some help right because you lead. No, you lead. I don't know. They, 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 could, they couldn't see, right? And so they probably had, had some help that were helping them. But you're probably blind too in many ways. Literally, maybe. I know that we do have some folks that are visually impaired at our Modesto campus. and I'm not trying to make light of this. It's, it's just reality, but maybe figuratively. You're in darkness. You're stumbling around through life in this chapter and the season that you're in and, and there's no real sense of direction. You feel, you feel totally, totally lost. That's, that's what's happening. These two blind men approach Jesus and all they want is help me, help me. That's what everybody's saying. All of these stories just wham, bam, 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 bam one right after the other. And I don't think it's only in there so that we can absorb the fact that Jesus Christ heals. Now, we're gonna focus on that in just a moment, but that's not it. We need to understand that he told us, the rains are gonna come down, it's gonna feel nice on your skin. Wait a minute, ouch, I'm kinda of getting tired. Can, can I, I need to find some shelter. Holy cow, it's coming down really, cats and dogs. I can't even breathe. The, the streams are gonna rise. It is so nice to sit by this, what is going, look at all that, holy mackerel. Get every, get out of here, get out of here. It's coming, the, the flash flood is coming. And the winds are going to blow. And when the wind blows, combined with everything else, it feels like you can't, you, you can't even breathe. And it picks up everything in its path. People think tornadoes like on the television. and No, 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 it's the stuff that gets you. It's the stuff the wind blows. We've literally, literally seen things that, sh- like straw, a, like a drinking straw, pierce through a wooden fence with, a, with tornadic winds. Just pick it up and you, you say, what the heck is a straw doing in the middle of that, in the middle of that timber on that fence? Because the, you couldn't do that. The wind blew it so hard. That's what happens. That's the tornadic winds. That's, that's the, the, um, the, the um, maybe torrential winds. Mm, okay, life is difficult. We get it, Troy. Happy Father's Day, right? It, it can be hard. It can be overwhelming. So what's the point? Well, I'm glad you asked. We, we, get, we get to choose. These things are going to happen. But we get to choose whether we want to be... Uh, I'm going to turn this thing around. We get to choose whether we want to be uh, stable stable. or instable. It is instable, not unstable, right? We're gonna go with instable, right? Yes, so you get to choose whether you wanna be stable or or instability. You get to choose whether you're gonna live life on the rock or you're gonna live life on the sand. You get to choose whether you're gonna live life with Jesus or you're gonna live life with you. It, it, it's your choice. Jesus is a perfect gentleman. He, he lets you choose. External attacks, the wind and the streams, and I mean the, the rain and the streams and the wind, it's going to happen, it's gonna to continue to happen. The effects of the fall, Adam and Eve in the garden. By the way, if they hadn't done it, you would have, right? We all would have done that. But, but the effects of sin are real. Dads, your children will blow it Amen. from time to time. Amen. And here's what else I know. You, you will blow it. Amen. You will blow it, but in everything you get to choose. Yes. You get to choose. In this story, this closing illustration that Jesus gives us in Matthew chapter seven, he, he, he talks about the, 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 the rock or the sand. And I know I've said, this, I've said this many times before, but I don't believe that the land, the ground is, is different. I believe it's, it's this. I believe it's the same ground. It's just a lazy person builds their house, their life upon the, the sand, the top. But a disciplined person will begin to dig and to remove that loose sand, that that ground that won't hold anything until you you finally get to the rock. And that's that's where you'll build your life. You'll build your house. It's the same ground. You just dig down deep. And so for Father's Day, the challenge for us men Challenge for everybody is, is we need to dig deep. Amen. This is not a time in our culture. Amen. How many times do people have to die? And I'm not a, I'm not getting political about this. I don't care what your what your feelings are about guns or not guns. People did this. We live in an evil, wicked, depraved generation. Not jobs are out there. If ever we need, I mean a church. A little church this week, just a couple people were, were killed in that church. Can you imagine? Modesto, can you imagine even here? If some, by the way, I know there are people that are packing here that we're, just, we're safe as everything gets out, right? But, but can you, why would somebody do that? If ever we needed to not be topsoil people, but we needed to, to be people building our lives upon the rock, it is today. So how do we do that? when you when you pray for your wife, you pray for your children. You pray for your grandchildren, even though you don't have any kids yet. You're praying for your kids because you know you're going to have kids one day, and you're going to pray. You know what? My kid is so little. They don't have a sp- They do have a spouse. That spouse is out there somewhere, and you're praying for that spouse from the time that that child was in the womb. You begin pr- begin praying for little 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 baby girl, and you pray for her. I was going to say her name, but I'm not sure you told her by the name. Yes, so you begin praying for her or him, or maybe you haven't even said that yet. Pray for the baby, all right? And, you, and so we're praying, 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 praying. But we're praying for spouse. We're praying for these things. Where you're digging deep. You read your Bible. Read the Word of God. Get into it with curiosity. Maybe that'll inspire you to read a little bit more. Well, what does that mean? How can I see myself in that story? Really? Am, am I on the sand or am I on the rock? Right now, with how I'm living my life, with how I'm treating my wife, with how I'm raising my children, with how I'm doing my job. Well, where? What am I? Put yourself in the story, and when you do that, with curiosity, reading the Word of God, with questions in your heart and your mind, you begin talking about it, putting it out there, and recognizing, man, I got a ways to go. I'm not who I was. Thank God, but but I'm not where I want to be. And I'm on my. You're digging deep, is what you're doing. Be faithful to church. Come to church. Don't stop assembling together uh, with people of like precious faith. When you do that, you are digging deep. You're like, I don't know that I get something out of it. You're getting something out of every time because the word of God is being brought forth and it will never return void in your life. Be generous. Be generous with your time and your talent and your treasure. Do that. When you're generous, you are digging deep in your life. You're getting down to the rock. You're building your life upon the rock. Live with integrity. One of our values at new life, your new life, by the way, the church building is not new life, right? Your new life. So one of our values is if you live with integrity, nothing else matters. But if you don't live with integrity, nothing else matters you got to live with integrity, right? So live your life with integrity. Jesus says, for anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, rock. Hears these words of mine, doesn't put them into practice, sand, stable, unstable, Jesus or you. And you get to choose. All have heard, but only some have done. And our... Great and mighty God has a beautiful way of flipping the script. I love how he does this. He flips the script on so many things in our lives that are intended for harm, and he turns them around. He turns them around for for our good. You will discover as you dig, dig, dig deep into God's word and you build your life upon the rock. I mean, this is done with grit. This is done with determination. You will experience his transformational help. And that which was intended to bring you harm is something he turns around for good. Because Ezekiel 34 reminds us that he will shower out, he will rain out upon us blessings from on high. That's what God will do is bestow his blessings upon us. See how he turns it around? The st- John chapter seven talks about the streams. It reminds us that, that if we live for Jesus, build our life upon the rock, streams are going to flow. They're not going to overtake us. They're going to come out from within us. The streams of living water are going to come out of you and impact the world around you. So people will have that contagious power of Christ in and through you. Acts chapter 2 reminds us, tells us that there was a blowing of a violent wind, a, a hurricane proportion wind, a tornadic proportion wind. I mean, just a cyclone of a wind that came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were at. It's the wind that was intended to take you down is the wind that God's gonna to use to endue you with power so that you can be used by God in significant ways. The rains are gonna come. Let the showers of blessings come. The, the streams are gonna rise. Oh, let them rise as, as rivers and streams of living water flow out of me. And the winds are gonna, the winds need to blow again. Just like they did at Pentecost, yes. winds need to blow again. In this world, you will have trouble. The rest of the verse says, "But take heart, I have overcome the world." Jesus says. My girls were little. Um, there was a. Uh, we wanted to um, have a like a play area outside. So we were moving, moving, uh, you know, material and dirt, so I could put up a, a play structure, a, a swing set. It seemed like that was the indication that that now it must be time for us to move somewhere else in our life and move on to the next chapter. Because as soon as I put up a swing set which were created by the devil himself, um, I, I would put it up and then the Lord would call us to go serve in another church. And so I just hesitated to put up a swing set, right? So I remember one time putting up a swing set. Uh, we were gonna put up the swing set, but I had to clear the, you know, you clear the ground first, right? You gotta move stuff. And I remember that there was a, a big rock, we, Southwest Missouri, lots of rock. And, and there was a big rock that was in the way and the girls were trying to help me prepare, prepare the ground. And there were so much, you might not remember, so much frustration from them because they couldn't get the rocks The rocks moved. And I remember asking something like, well, why didn't you use all of the resources at your disposal? Probably using a sentence that would be, make more sense to these little girls. Why didn't you use everything that you possibly have? We did, Daddy. We can't move it. you didn't ask me and I remember going over getting that rock and picking that rock up and throwing that rock aside and I think that's exactly what we do I can't do it I can't do it well I think there's times that God's gonna let you try to move a rock that's immovable he's gonna let you for a little while Because you don't realize that you're building up stamina. You're getting stronger. Your legs are getting more muscular. He is preparing you for something that lies ahead for you in your life. But when you call upon Him, He's the the rock remover, He's the rock crusher. He's the one that can do anything, anything, if you'll trust Him. You didn't ask me to help. And when we do, take heart. I have overcome the world that's our good good father lord jesus thank you for this this night thank you for your word it's not going to return void you are our ever-present help in time of trouble over and over and over again we've witnessed and we have seen the rains come down the streams rise and the winds blow but thank god thank god jesus in every one of these stories that we discussed tonight. You healed, you delivered, you encouraged, you restored. You are the God that healeth thee. And for that, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. In the precious, powerful, holy, anointed name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And everybody said, amen, and amen, and amen.